This is a test of the Wizard on Wizard broadcasting system. This is only a test. Please stand by to see if the test is working. This has been a test of the Wizard on Wizard broadcasting system. If this had been an actual wizard emergency, I would have explained to you the nature of the emergency and what you should do in order to maintain safety, instead of telling you that it was just a test. Welcome to Wizard on Wizen, Sound Only Edition. It's a podcast about what it's like to be a wizard, what it's like to have magic, and other things. It's brought to you by the good folks down at the Saturday Evening Ghost. You should visit them at SaturdayEveningGhost.com. You'll find all kinds of serialized Pulp Fiction stories, zany ads, advice columns, even my show, Wizard on Wizen. They even have a cat named Merwin. He's a psychic cat that's a pet psychic. So people write into him about the problems with their pets. And then he reads their pets' minds and then talks. It's amazing. Amazing. Can't believe it. So on this podcast today, we're going to do a couple things. After I'm done telling you about the podcast, we're going to have a little talk about magic. I think we should define what we mean by it when we say the words. It's always good to know what words mean when you're saying them. And then we're going to talk to someone who works at the Saturday Evening Ghost. Um, A Witch will be here. You might know her as an occasional guest star in Wizard on Wizen, the TV show. Um, She also proofreads all the stuff at the magazine. And she makes funny ads. We'll be talking to her about what it's like to be a witch and what it's like to proofread a bunch of crazy stories about outer space all the time. And then after that, I'm going to read you a story. I don't want to tell you what the story's about now because I don't want to ruin it. I've ruined enough things. So anyway, here's a word from our sponsor. Hello, homeowner or property manager. Do you have a moment, a moment to be spoken to? I'm sure you're well aware of how much you hate Lawn maintenance. Why, those two words would make anyone dig a hole in the ground and stick their head in it, if they didn't have to fill it back in and maintain it again. Ha 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 ha. Let's just agree, nobody likes lawn maintenance. Not even lawn maintainers. The noise is terrible. It makes everything smell bad. What is a homeowner to do? What if I told you... You could have your lawn mowned and maintained while you sleep. That's right. Lawns mowed while you sleep. Simply call Lawns at Dawn. 555-743-6972. We'll come and mow your lawn while you sleep. 
Lawn's at dawn. What is magic anyways? Wizards are always talking about it. Sometimes they even do it. Witches do magic too. They're always casting spells and flying around. Sorcerers do magic, but they do it a little different. Magicians do magic too, but sometimes they don't even have any magic powers. Just good hand movements. Who knows what magic is? Depends on who you ask. Even though I'm a wizard, I can't say that I know for sure. All I do know is that it's weird out there. And magic is kind of just a word you say when you don't really understand how something that just happened, happened. You go, ah, this is just like magic. All of a sudden, it just happened. I'm not sure this is a really good talk about understanding magic. I'm not even sure I kind of know what I'm talking about at all. And just because I'm a wizard, I don't think I'm automatically authorized to talk about magic. But if I had to guess about what magic was, it's kind of a way of managing how your brain works. So that instead of thinking stupid things over and over again, you think maybe not good or proper things, but at least not stupid things. I think we can all agree that most people like to worry. And they also like to think about the past a lot. This isn't really good for us. Magic is a way of putting on a silly robe and a sillier hat and lighting up some smelly shit and saying some weird stuff and interrupting your pattern so that your brain goes, whoa, whoa what's going on here? Robes? Has gotten to this point? How come I wasn't informed? And once that happens, you might go crazy. Old-timey wizards talk about this all the time. Once they get introduced to their brains and start wearing robes, they just go nuts. Sometimes they finish going nuts. Sometimes they don't, though. But let's assume that most wizards kind of settle down. They get used to the fact that the world's weird and it can't really explain it. So, I'm not really proud of this quality of the speech was a lot higher in my brain. I think next time I'm going to do some research. But now I think I'll just talk to a witch. Maybe she knows about magic. Hi. Hi. Wait a minute. You have to wait for me to finish, please. Hi. Welcome to Wizard on Wizard. Sound only edition. It's a podcast. I'm here today talking to a witch. We're going to talk about magic and what it's like to work at the Saturday Evening Ghost. Now you can talk. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. This is the only podcast that tells you what it's like to be a wizard. Are wizards that much different than witches, in your opinion? I just want to throw out there that there, there was one other podcast, but... um. There was another podcast? There, there was. There was. It lasted for a year and a day. And I, nobody could really explain the fire. So you are currently... Oh, you're saying there was another podcast that told you what it was like to be a wizard. He died. Yeah. Well, that still makes what I said true, right? Yes. Okay. That's what's important, if isn't you're, it? If, yes. If you're working in linear time. Well, I mean... We have to podcast in linear time. 
we don't have to work in it. Right? Like, I mean, as wizards and witches, we're not bound by these limitations. Isn't that part of what comes with it? I guess I know my part of the job. I've always been curious about your part of the job. Do you mean my part of the job as an individual or yeah. as a wizard? Look, there is an eye in wizard. How do you interpret that? Right. Moving through your daily life, which also has an eye and eye. Is it linear? That's a lot of eyes. Um. Do you put your pants on one leg at a time? When I, when, I, when I have legs, yes. Yeah, I do. Now, um, who's interviewing who here? I mean, you're asking me a lot of questions for someone who's getting interviewed. <clears throat> wow, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so, we were together and we chased ghost cars. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, that was me. What, what's it like to chase ghost cars? It's not as fast as you would think. It is a lot slower, Everyone's like, isn't it? Pew, pew, you know, they, they get this picture of lasers. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, maybe if you're driving through snow and you get that screensaver effect. Um, all the ghost chases, ghost car chases that I have uh, participated in, had the good fortune to participate in so far, have largely occurred at approximately 34 miles per hour. That's a good miles per hour. It is. And you know, it's suspense building mm -hmm. in the British way. Now, how's the British way different than the witch's way? I think that creates a Venn diagram. Moving on. When I was in your car, I noticed it played only scary music. Um, does your true. car always play scary music? I, I was actually playing Millie Vanilli. You're just that easily frightened. Right. Fair enough. I've noticed we lived together. When 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 did you when did you notice that? This morning. What can you give me some of the clues that are leading you to this uh spurious and absolutely unfounded hurtful conclusion? Um I got up I got up then I laid in bed for a while like I do and you were there. That that's true. And then you weren't, and then I came downstairs, and you were drinking coffee, and you poured coffee for me. That's true. And I Indeed. remembered... Indeed, your Star Wars mug. I remember, like as I was stuff. drinking uh, my Star Wars mug, that there was an awful lot of your clothes in my laundry last time. So I concluded... We probably live together. Is that, a, is that a question? Yeah. Is it okay if I don't know? Is that a question? It is because I raised my voice a little at the end. And I put a question mark in there. So I have a question for you. <clears throat> um, do you want to tell people what you think magic is? Because I tried and I didn't get really far with it. So the question is, what is magic? Is yeah, it? if you're going to use voice punctuation. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
So you don't know either? Well, I know. But I know my mouth part is up here. We're going back to the whole linear being confusing thing. My mouth part is up here. Since we're all centrally cephalized individuals, your brain is actually just a giant garage for your nervous system. It also happens to be where your speaking hole is. But everything that actually means anything happens below there. Your, so all my knowing is between my stomach and whatever this is right here that touches probably that's, my... That's your tattoo. I would say they abut. Okay. I would say they abut. But that's where the knowing about magic is. So when I try to use my mouth hole on it, it doesn't uh, translate. Yeah, that's what I was saying, that you can't really talk about it could play a little little song a little jazz flute song about it. you could play a song about it i'm gonna look into that <laughs> i could play right now i'm ready i brought my flute so every week you have to read a bunch of words about outer space does that make you feel weird no that's not that's not what makes me feel weird I don't want to know what makes you feel weird. But I know it's something. But. <clears throat> so. Your name is a witch. And my name is a wizard. And we live together. So we might get married. Mm-hmm. And if we got married. Would you change your name? Or would you hyphenate? Would oh, you be still... a witch wizard? Because if you're both. I want to be both. That's not fair. You don't want to choose one or the other? No, I mean, I don't want to, like, oh, this is my wife. She's a witch wizard. I'm just a regular wizard. Well, I think we could definitely both still go by A. Mm-hmm. I think there's that. We wouldn't need any changes. Even if I chose to go by your first name, we'd be solid. Um, if you chose to go by my first name, I could veto that. That's not a question. I, I think if you're married, no, I get to own your name. You get my first name, too? I, I think, I think uh, that's the way witches do it. Do I get anything? In this deal? Um, yeah, you get you get marked. I don't. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna think about this for a while. I don't want to be marked. They call it the happy mark. It, Did you ever kiss the devil's butt? Not the devil's. No, no. How about the president's? President of what? Fair answer. So thanks for coming by. <laughs> you can make me your Mrs. Wizatch. Um, um, uh, can I even though I'm not Jewish? You're not Jewish? Uh-uh. Do we have to start all over now? I think we might. Okay. I have no idea where to go with that. Okay. So now we're going to have story time time. And this time, the story for story time comes from my blog, wizardonwizen.blogspot.com. It's the only blog that tells you about the only TV show that tells you what it's like to be a wizard. I'd like to read to you something I wrote called, The Differences Between the Men's and Women's Dark Team Will Disturb You. I wrote this because I was disturbed by the ladies dart team one time. So after that there's a picture of a cigarette 
smoldering in an ashtray, three dollar bills, and a glass of beer on a napkin. And the caption says, blogging. Because that's what blogging's like. So here we go. I like to write at the bar. I can't replicate the strange state of inspiration that comes when the sound of five televisions on different channels mixes with a half dozen conversations and two beers. I write other places too, but the bar is my favorite. At my favorite writing bar, Wednesday is the men's dart league meeting. This is important to know because you have to walk past the dartboard on the way to your assigned seat, so sometimes you walk into the bar when someone is throwing darts right across your face. This is why there's a crossing guard. When you walk in and are in danger, the crossing guard goes, hang on there a second, buddy, and he puts up his hand like this, and then you put your hand up in the universal symbol of, hang on, buddy. And then when it's safe, he lets you know while nodding and waving you in. Then you nod back at him, and you sit down and get to work. This is a good way to do things. The men's dart league also orders too much pizza, and they aren't dicks about sharing it. So aside from the traffic control measures and the free pizza, there really isn't that much difference between men's dart night and every other day. Maybe you could say there's too much Led Zeppelin on the jukebox. But then again, you can always bitch about the jukebox. Thursday night, though, is Ladies Dart League, and it's a whole different can of worms. Now, because of a bunch of shit that's not my fault, men and women have slightly different sets of rules for drinking. So keep the belly aching to yourself. I don't want to hear it. No one ever wants to hear someone else's opinion, not even when it's being yelled at them. All I know is that when middle-aged women go drinking in groups, there's always trouble and problems. This isn't because they are women, but because they lack exposure to going to the bar. When a middle-aged mom gets to go out with other middle-aged moms, we all suffer. So Thursday night, I have off from work, and I decide to go to my bar and get some writing done. Since it's ladies' dark night, I walk in, just like I did the night before, but unlike the night before, instead of a friendly traffic cop, I'm screamed at by five moms. Hang on. You can't come in here yet. We're playing darts. I typed that all in capital letters um, so you would know that they yelled it. I don't want to yell into the microphone, though, any more than I have to. They yell like this every time someone comes in. Even though the ladies shoot closer to the board than the men, and you can walk right behind them with little or no damage to yourself, it doesn't really make a difference in the yelling. I eventually made my way to my assigned seat, but it took me a while, because instead of pizza, they cook pasta, and they serve it on those fancy plates, the ones that break when you drop them, and they do it so everybody knows that they're eating special pasta, and they don't want to share, because it won't taste as good. They believe that kindness will rot the food. By the time I got to my seat, I felt 10 years younger. I mean, older. This story time is difficult. Anyway, the woman darted tear I was sitting next to told me she was one of those people. Even though I hadn't asked or indicated in any way that I gave a shit. She had bumped into me twice already, and it was only my first beer. She was also bitchy about my smoking. Those kinds of people are the kind of people who think you don't know that they are annoying until they tell you. You can easily stop a stranger from talking to you just by ignoring them. Chances are they weren't trying to talk to you anyway. 
They just wanted to not talk out loud to themselves again. You can't really do much when people bump you, though. Soon, I needed to use the little wizard's room in order to complete the transmutation of cash into urine. This upset and angered the Women's Dart League, and they yelled again. Now, not being treated like a child because I have to use the bathroom is exactly the reason I grew up. It's the only reason I'm not a kid anymore. Even though I understand that these yelling moms are just scared I would get a dart in my face, it doesn't excuse the behavior. It's kind of disgraceful to assume others will conform to your personal fears and insecurities. After giving a room full of drunk women my death stare, I was able to piss, something I've done dozens of times that day without incident or interference. When I was done relieving myself of both an overfilled bladder and the bullshit of the Women's Dart League, I was able to have a drink in peace. The indignities resumed, though, when I tried to leave. On my way out, I had to walk past a group of moms who decided to yell at me again, and then one grabbed me. She grabbed my arm. And she yelled at me. Time slowed, and I looked down at the arm, and the fat old hand that gripped it. I look up, and I saw myself surrounded by four women, all of them shaped like Grimace with the same asexual haircut. Two of them wore glasses that were way too large for their fat faces. I looked at my arm, and then into the eyes of the monster whose plump, swollen paw was gripping the sleeve of my coat. And I said, Get the fuck off me. There was silence, and then murmuring, and then I was gone. I was muttering to myself, shaking the taint of evil. I began the medium-long walk home. I'll be back next Thursday, ladies, so get your shit together. The worst thing that I should have to say about the women's dark team is they always play Rod Stewart on the jukebox. Instead, they made it so that's the nicest thing I can say about them. Thanks for listening to Storytime. Next week, we'll read Part 2, Ladies' Dart Night, Part 2, Electric Dartaloo. And now, a word from our sponsor. I was running out of time. That's why um, that word from our sponsor's bit was a little fast. What it said was, why don't you just go down to www.saturdayeveningghost.com Dot com. They made this show possible, and they have all other kinds of crazy things that they're making possible. You'll thrill to the adventures of the Crescent City Creeps. You'll be horrified at every week we present you a new monster in the Page 5 ghoul. Send your questions to Dr. Hugo Holmes now, and he'll... Well, he'll probably not give you advice, but he'll do something. Anyway... That's what that said. I guess I didn't save any time by playing it real fast and then explaining it at normal speed. So, I learned that much. I hope you guys learned something, too. Thanks for listening to the first episode ever of the Wizard on Wiston Sound Edition. This podcast. Thanks to Ben Zudu for making the awesome opening and closing themes. And thanks to A Witch for coming by and trying to interview me when I was trying to interview her. And thanks to the good people down at Lawns at Dawn. They mow your lawn. They mow your lawn. While you sleep. We'll see you in episode two. When that happens. 